the morning. Welcome back to Decop, the Disney Channel and original podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm so glad you're back! <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I had so much fun recording with Josh, but I have missed you, my dear, dear friend. Also, I'm Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be back. And as you guys already probably know, each week we rewatch a Disney Channel original movie. We talk about it, we joke about it, we judge it, and then we put it on our ultimate DCOM ranking list. This week, we are watching the iconic 2001 St. Paddy's Day must-watch, The Luck of the Irish. Also, many moons ago, we said that we would be drunk when we were recording this. With Sabrina on the mend and me working later... That is not possible for this one. However, we will be inebriated for an episode in the future. We have not decided which movie yet. And you know what? Maybe we'll just surprise you. Like one day you'll put on D cup and we'll be like, hey. <laughs> I like that idea. Let's go with I that. I do too. Like a surprise. <laughs> a surprise. We show up to the office trashed. <laughs> but we can't get fired because we're the bosses. Exactly. (laughs) So anyway, Sabrina, could you please hit us with a summary? When Kyle's lucky gold charm gets stolen, he quickly learns the truth about his background. He's part leprechaun. (gasps) Kyle and his family must find the thief and get back their charm or else their clan will lose their luck forever. Crazy. Why? The stakes have never been higher. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm kidding. Xenon, they tried to kill so many people. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so let's get into this movie. What was your memory before you rewatched? So I specifically remember the lead actor's face and the pointy (laughs) ears that he had. Yeah. And that is like burned into my brain. Whenever I think of this movie, that's all I see. Yeah. And I also remember that he's like part leprechaun, but I had no idea how we got there. I I didn't know if it was like his, like, I didn't know if it was like his, yeah, yeah. If it was like a spell or something, like I had no idea, but I just knew him being a leprechaun was a part of it. Mm, Okay. So I remembered going into it. I thought that I remembered like everything very vividly. And there were definitely uh, whole aspects that I completely forgot about. (laughs) But there was a lot. Yeah, I I remembered the basketball. I remembered the grandpa because I loved the grandpa. And I specifically remember them talking about the invention of potato chips. More specifically, burned into my brain is the grandpa saying, the day I sliced the spuds too thin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I remembered that so vividly. That's a um, core but- memory of yours. Yeah, I sliced the spuds too thin. (laughs) He invented the potato chip because he's old. And not just old, he's like ancient, literally, because he's a leprechaun. (laughs) But I thought, like I said, I thought I remembered most of this movie. And then the movie started and I was like, I don't remember any of this. (laughs) I don't remember any of this Heritage Day Festival stuff. None of that. But we'll get into that. If you would like to hear some writer-director facts first. I would love that. Okie dokie. So, this movie was written by Andrew Price and Mark Edens. Andrew Price has done a few writing stuff. He has mainly written on the TV show Star Trek Voyager. And he was a writer on Jeopardy for a while. Hmm, That's interesting. That's cool. And then Mark Edens has an extensive career in cartoon TV series, especially from like the 80s, 90s. Some of the more recognizable cartoons that he has written for are Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he is the creator of X-Men the Animated Series. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This feels out of his wheelhouse. (laughs) Yeah, I know. He adapted uh, the X-Men comics for that television series. That's a pretty big series. A lot of people watched it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's super cool. I thought that guy was pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. 
The movie was directed by Paul Hohen. We have seen his work before. He has done so many things, but movies that you might, you all as the listeners might remember him from. He has also directed Read It and Weep, Cloud Nine, and Jump In. I mean, all pretty decent movies. Yeah. Some yeah. great. We we will only see more from him as this podcast yeah, continues. Yeah. He has he he has that Disney money good for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was your top like of this movie? I I really liked the story. I thought the story was creative and I didn't really think there were that many holes in it. I'll get I have like one negative that I think would have really elevated the script. But I'll get to that when we get to negatives. But I I thought that the general story, really great, really interesting. It had me hooked. I thought the themes were really good about like culture and immigration and being proud of where you come from, which I, I want to get into this a little more. So this movie is pre 9-11. It came out in 2001, but it was March of 2001. And this movie has a lot of like patriotic overtones or undertones, I guess. I would say undertones because at the forefront, it is about your heritage and where you come from. And like, they talk a lot about how America is this melting pot and how they're proud to be Americans, but they are also very proud of where they've come from. And I don't know, I think this being a pre 9-11 movie, really, it really showed how, I don't know, it was a patriotic movie, but it didn't feel nationalist. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I never I never got the vibe where it was like, America is the greatest country in the world. I felt like it really leaned into like, into the whole like immigrants built this country and you should be proud of where you come from and you should be proud of how hard like we've worked. I mean, obviously like there were like, there were times when it was like, okay, okay, I get it. But yeah, I don't know, I, I feel like, I feel like post 9-11, the nationalism really overtook a lot of like media. And it was like, I mean, people could disagree with me, but I don't know. I felt like I I really liked how it told people to embrace their origins and where they came from. I, okay, so I'm kind of a person who disagrees. So this is actually, I'm just going to bring it up now because we're talking about it. It's my first big negative is... I did not like the majority of the time they brought up America because it felt very much like up America's ass to say it in like the easiest way I can. I do think there were a lot of times where they did focus on like, you know, it's more like immigrants built it up and everyone has their own background and like own heritage. And that I loved that side of it. I wish Mm -hmm. we had only that or like a more of that I think just the times like I wrote down some quotes that like really hit me and I was like "Ooh, I did not like that and one of them was we're Americans Kyle that's all the heritage we need and I said "Ooh, I think hard pass I think that that is I I don't think that that was like a face value like we're Americans that's all the heritage we need because that's before that's when they're still trying to hide themselves. No, I took that I understand. as like, yeah. I, I understand that. And that whole part, they the parents were acting like AI. Like they were acting like yeah. robots <laughs> trying to like hide. Like I thought they were a family of murderers. Like yeah. it, based on just that. There was also like the, in America, we don't believe in Kings. We believe in baseball. I was like, oh, that's, that's one of, not That's good. one of my negatives. Uh, I think that I, well, I was just like, what kind of line is that? That's the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever heard. And what really, I, if they would have just cut it out, if they, if this didn't exist in the movie, I would feel so much better. If they didn't sing, this land is your land at the end, as a community, I was like, I am out. I'm done. Movie is over. I can't handle it. I didn't hate it. I think it's because like, that's what I, that's what I want for. And I think maybe I'm just being like overly hope. I did feel like they critiqued America at a lot during certain points. Cause they talked about like how the Irish were treated when they came here. And they even, the, which this is a comment that I didn't catch as a kid. Like I didn't, I didn't realize the weight of it, but it's when they're sitting in the car and it starts raining. And Bonnie is talking about how when the Irish came to America, they were treated awful. They did jobs nobody wanted to do, and they didn't get paid enough for it. And Russell, who's black, makes the comment, well, at least they got paid. And I didn't didn't catch that as a kid. Like, when he said it, I was like, oh, 
Like, and I wish that I do. I wish that they had gone more into the critique. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think, I think that's the thing. Like they had some wonderful moments, like absolutely Mm -hmm. great moments talking about like historical facts about these people coming to America, like all different people coming to America. But then I just felt like those moments where they did talk about like the more like patriotic moments, like talking about America. I was like, why did these feel like they're coming off stronger than the moments talking about all the different characters, heritages, you know, like I was like, I wish we had more moments and they delved more into that rather than had these like big America moments. Cause I understand what they were getting at, but to me it felt more like America was the top and then, their heritage and that whole conversation was the next step down, which I I, wish it was flipped. I felt like it was, I felt it was, but I think it's just like, you know, people take things like it lands on people differently. Cause I felt like the song at the end, like it hit me in a way where it was like, we, our ancestors worked so hard and had to go through so much like BS. They had to go through all this oppression at the hands of America. <laughs> like, America did not treat people well. And so, like, I took that as, like, we've gone through all this and we're here and we deserve to be here because we fought for this. Like, our ancestors have fought for us to be here. And I think I think this is where it's... It, this is the part that bothers me. It makes it seem like we're done. We did it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I yeah, think it felt that's like they where, were praising it at the yeah, end. Like I think that's where America. our discrepancy is, is like, and I can definitely see that. Like, it feels like we're done. We did it and everything's yeah. okay now. And I, I think that if they had just, which it, it's 2001. Yeah. I think, especially in that time, I think a lot of people did feel like, oh, we did it. You know, yeah. like everything's fixed. Like a lot of people felt that way. We yeah. know now, and a lot of other people knew even then that that is not right. Yeah, and so I think I would, I would, I, I still do like the song for the reasons that I said, but I think that if we could have leaned more into, we fought so hard, we're here, and I'm proud of where I came from. I'm proud of where I am now, but we still have a long way to go. I think it would have been a lot better. Yeah, I just think there were definitely moments that felt like it was more like praising America, like. America is perfect and everything's right and everything's good. And then like the few moments where the grandfather or you know, the other friends had their moments of being like, well, like it hasn't been perfect. And, you know, they're like, this is what happened. And like, I loved those moments, but I felt like most of the America mentioning yeah. moments were like praising it. And that didn't sit well with me. And especially mm. the ending, I think I would have just loved if they ended it on him trying to do river dance. But like, I wish they would have just ended it there and then maybe had like a statement. It was like, I'm just glad like we all get to be here together like now. Instead of having this like big community singing like this kind of America praise Mm -hmm. song. It just felt weird to me. I think I'm also biased because whenever communities of people sing songs together, it just hit it makes me cry. (laughs) And I don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. I think it's like, I don't know. Cause I also, this was another thing. Like when um, the bad guys were in the pub singing like Irish drinking songs and they all knew the words. I think it's like that sense of community through song. I don't, I'm jealous of it. I like, (laughs) I, 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 I don't know. And like, I watch a lot of old TV shows where like all these people just know these songs and everybody sings these songs together. I don't know. It's something about like a community coming together and lifting their voices that yeah. really clouds my judgment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll admit that. I'm a sucker for a sense of community. I am so susceptible to cults. Like oh, I really God. gotta <laughs> I really gotta like keep a lookout. I just I just like friends. I'm worried for you. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it's checking okay. in on you. It's okay. Um, it's okay. I know. I know to avoid Scientology. I know. Oh, that's good. That out. was my first. Worry. Now that I'm living okay. in LA, I'm very like. If I if somebody's like, "Have you checked out this?" I'll be like, "No," and I'll run. 
Good. So what's, what's, I have other positives on my list, but let's, let's move on to one of your positives. I, I really like the cast in this movie. And I think as an ensemble cast, what I loved was that there was not one major standout. I felt like everyone was like really on the same caliber and it just felt very much like an ensemble rather than like Kyle is the lead and he has to be the standout of the entire story, which I loved. And that's part of the writing, but that I also feel is a part of the acting. I felt like they all really worked off each other really well. Also just a little casting thing that I love. The mom and the grandpa did look alike. Yeah. So I like that. (laughs) I thought that was pretty dope. But that was, that's actually one of my, that's my second positive is I thought the performances across the board were great. And yeah. like, like you said, there wasn't a standout great actor. There were no weak links that I no. saw acting wise. Like I thought uh, Kyle was great. Something I loved about Kyle is as he's becoming a leprechaun, I I loved when he would slip into the Irish accent. It was funny. Oh, And like yeah. uh, specific, like there was one where he goes, oh, I'm getting shorter. <laughs> <laughs> he did it well like it was yeah. really it was funny and then when he was like da <laughs> no that was my favorite whatever he was like da granda that's my granda <laughs> the mom and dad were great i i thought oh, the yeah. dad was really funny i think the dad was the coach in go figure maybe i think he was but I loved him in this. I thought he yeah, ran really he funny. Great he had that physical oh comedy down. Him running was one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. And then whenever he so would go, good. I'm from Cleveland. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Also, the grandpa, Granda. I loved Granda. He was <laughs> I loved it. Incredible. He was I loved so him. cute. Yeah. Like cute old man and i he was feisty and then russell i thought russell was a great friend character yeah. i love that he wasn't just like i'm kyle's friend like he was very like right. he was integrated into the story very well and i liked that he made the winning shot at the end of the game yeah i i also think like my one of my favorite grandpa moments was when he had zero faith in kyle in the last <laughs> basketball game right? he was like so oh, funny oh, he was, boy oh. he was <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're never going to win this. I love it because a lot of like the grandparents we see in DCOMs are like unapologetically supportive. But I'm like, this kind of feels more realistic. <laughs> like this yeah. jaded old leprechaun man, like, boy, you're not going to win. <laughs> yeah. And then also the grandpa helping Bonnie in the end. Loved that. Thought loved that was it. so cute. It's going to pay for her college. Amazing. Yeah. And I also think, another note that I have, these are all like separate notes that I have that I'm just throwing out there now. I typically feel like this would be a negative for me, but I think in this movie, it's a positive. I loved that the friends were so chill about everything. That they were just like, this is weird, but okay, we'll help. Yeah. Like, and typically I'm like, wouldn't you be freaking out? Like, this is not realistic. But I think in this movie specifically, there was so much going on that I feel like if they added friend conflict in there, I would just be like, this is, that's not important. Like, we need to focus on this whole plot. (laughs) We have Um, bigger corned beef and cabbage to fry. Exactly. (laughs) Um, so I'm glad they didn't do that. I'm glad they just incorporated the friends in this one. And it was just kind of like, okay, this, this is weird. You're a leprechaun and your whole family are leprechauns, but that's fine. We'll help you out. It's too like, it's like, okay, clearly you guys are in danger. Let's figure out this situation, solve it. And then I will freak out. (laughs) Yeah. Then I will ask questions for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is something that I put in positives because I didn't really quite know where to put it. But I think I like it. (laughs) The beginning of this movie is shot like a horror film. And I was so dramatic. I was well, and I was watching it because I was like, this is dramatic, but it feels very specific. And I couldn't figure it out. And then I was like, oh my God, like this is legitimately shot like a horror film they have this sleuth music and the camera angles and like the way the parents are acting like it's spooky i was scared yeah and that's why i was like if i didn't know what was going to happen in this movie for the most part i would think that his parents were serial killers Mm -hmm. and that he's going to find this out and have to like leave town or like 
get a new identity. Like it was one of those things that I was like, this is giving very different vibes than I remember this movie giving. There was even a part where Kyle, like Russell suggests like, oh, maybe they were in the mob or something. They maybe they're yeah. murderers. And Kyle thinks about it for a second. <laughs> I would like, too. Hmm. Ah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I also think there were some, speaking of the very beginning, I think there were some really great shots throughout this movie. Like mm-hmm. I think the eye shot, the very opening, like, close-up eye yeah. shot was dope i thought that, was, that was really cool i also really liked the high five slash like handshake transitions between seamus and kyle mm-hmm. and they kept that consistent yeah. between the bets like, i really like to different locations yeah 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 i thought that was a cool way of doing it and i also was like that's not a typical like decom transition like typically they're pretty yeah. cheesy and they're pretty like clunky yeah. but these i was like I would be you down brought for up, those. You brought up Seamus. And I just want to bring this up now because we haven't talked about him yet. I, the whole movie, I was like, Seamus, who is the evil leprechaun. Who looks stole like, the coin. Yes. He yeah. looks like Robbie Rotten from Lazy Town. He does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole movie, I was like, is that, because I didn't want to like get on my phone and like be looking it up, and uh, I so I looked it up at the end. He is not Robbie Rotten, no. unfortunately. But the whole movie, I was like, I was like, this is lazy town. <laughs> but I do have to say about this. So I I did a little research into this actor, Timothy Osman. He has some very unique looks throughout like his life, and I think it's also really? depending on what TV shows and movies he's in because he. Mm-hmm played King Richard in like a musical TV show, I think. But he had this like really kind of like cartoonish, evil, like long hair, like the waxed up mustache, like look for a while, like gray, long hair. I was like, that's a look. He's pulling it off. But I'm like, this man has been through so many iterations of evil (laughs) character. Like, and he he pulls him off. But I, like, from looking him up, I was like, oh, this is his thing. Like, he's he's always been, like, the evil, like, cartoonish-looking guy in these TV shows. And I I love that. He was cast perfectly for this role. He does so well. Like, he's crazy. Another thing that I really liked was the the mirror gag when kyle is getting shorter and not like that's my favorite but like i like the different ways that they show the audience that kyle has shrunk and i think there were probably there were a few times where they slipped like with putting him next to people but i think for the most part i think they did a really good job at like I don't know. Keep like showing his height, and I don't know. It looked cool. I, it's it's something yeah. that worked on me as a kid. So yeah, I also love the scene where Kyle finds out that his like lucky charm coin was replaced. He was yeah. in science class, and that they were like working with magnets, and his charm, his real charm, is gold, which should not attract a magnet. But the one that he was wearing, it attracted to the magnet. And that's when he found out that mm-hmm. it wasn't real and someone had stolen his coin. And I was like, yeah. I thought that was so clever. So cool. I thought it was and actually like realistic. Yeah. Russell drops that line. Magnets don't lie. <laughs> it, iconic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I I just thought like typically in decoms you get that like cheesy moment where they figure out like something's wrong but this one I was like oh like this would actually happen like yeah. this makes sense Pretty and dope. I liked how he was treated I thought it was really well written in that sense mm-hmm. the granddad's car granddad's car Stick. amazing so cool. I was obsessed so cool. with his car also <laughs> this is we had like a high intense car chase in this movie. And, and not just a car chase, an RV chase. Yeah. And at first it started and I was like, okay, this is probably going to be like pretty, pretty lame. And then it went and I was like, what's the budget? What is no, it? Because that- it was sick. I was like, is this Fast and the Furious? <laughs> no. Yeah. Those were some of like the most impressive shots to me. Like, they're getting a RV and also a vintage green convertible. And they are doing a full chase sequence and they are shooting it really well. Like considering yeah. it's a decom, I was shocked. 
Like, this and movie has it all. <laughs> it, it was truly, like, one of my favorite moments because I was not expecting yeah. it, and it was done really well. Yeah, and, like, for me, I usually check out in long action scenes, but this was perfect length, perfect amount of action. It's not like they were driving yeah. really slow. Like, they were booking it. And I was, yeah. I was just enamored. Like, this is, I, this is, I would venture to say, probably the most action we've gotten in a decom. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, crazy. Yeah. And I think my, my last positive on the list, I think that I have, which is just like a funny thing that I'm glad they did because it made me laugh. Seamus being exiled to Ohio. So funny. I think that's hilarious. I, oh, and I put that down. I loved the, the eerie era ch- trick. What what is um, the lake in Ireland or the the shore? I don't I don't know how to I think properly pronounce it. it. It's either Airy or Era. I couldn't tell how he I said it. I want to say it's but Era, but I'm Era. I don't know. But I, I liked I liked the whole eerie Era trick. I thought that was trick, really yeah. clever. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. My last positive. I thought the step scenes at the fair were really cool. I thought they filmed them well. It made me want yeah. to be Irish. Dude, river dance is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's so impressive. And that's one thing, just a question for anyone who was involved in this movie. (laughs) Could you not get any one of those dancers to teach the actor who played Kyle any steps? Because he was supposed to be good at step dancing, like, out of nowhere. But he really was not doing it. He he was doing his best. Like, the actor did his best. But I was like, Mm -hmm. could you not get one of those people to, like, Teach him yeah. two steps to make him look a little like he's doing it. I did Just a think question. it was. I thought it was hilarious <laughs> though that in the dance section of the Irish games. Stop! No. <laughs> and, no this and is also, a negative Seamus, for me. Seamus, I thought this was hilarious. Hilarious. This is a negative, absolutely. But I didn't write it down. But now that we're talking about it, I'm gonna talk about it. In the Seamus is supposed to be the saint of the step, and like he does pretty good. I think he does yeah. a very good job. So he does his little routine He's and believable. then it's Kyle's turn to do some river dance and he starts and then he just starts break dancing. And I was like, I, sick, man. <laughs> I need you to know that started happening. And I said, not him break dancing out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not In his kilt. Right In his kilt. Oh my God. <laughs> I could and not. he won. I like, That's the worst part. He won in the like traditional Irish games competition. He yeah. won step dancing with break dancing. Yeah, and the How judges. Does that make I, sense? The judges were like, "Wow, crazy <laughs> and innovative." Wow. Like, He's on the floor. I didn't even know they could do that. <laughs> Is that allowed? <laughs> Pretty sick. Put the flag on his side. <laughs> He's the winner. <laughs> So I, this was a this is a very good transition to negatives. Would you like to Would you like to kick us off with your with a negative? Uh, yeah, I mean we talked about my big negative, which was yeah. the whole America thing. But my other negatives were not very big. They they definitely had some continuity issues, and I get it. They were doing a lot of physical, like you were talking about, like the becoming shorter kind of gag. Like they were doing a lot of physical gags that they couldn't really keep up with yeah. in especially points. like two characters running side by side yeah yeah and it was just obvious in this movie and then there were even like things where the clock counting down at the basketball game would be at different times yeah, in different I shots <laughs> and so i'm like wait what where are we actually like how much time do we actually have yeah so it just seemed like the continuity stuff stuck out a lot more in this movie than it has in other movies. But I also understand they were trying to do a lot with physical gags rather than special effects. Which so, I appreciate. Yes, me too. And also it's 2001. Like they can't really do that and much. It's a, t- a TV movie at that. <laughs> right, right. They don't have the budget, but it was just something that it was just a little too obvious for me. Whatever budget but, they had, they spent on that car chase. Yeah. No, they spent it on that car. Oh, yeah. like that. Where's that car that now? I want it. Yeah, and I also, it. okay, I'm going to go on a small rant here and I'm I'm going to sound Please. like my dad here real Please. quick. Why do they always ruin the beautiful cars in movies? Why do they do it? They're always the vintage ones. They're always in pristine condition. They are so 
beautiful and also a lot of money and then car chase scenes they always ruin them they flip them off a bridge but they smash they them underneath it. things they fixed i did it, it right they fixed his car at the end i don't remember seeing his car after the chase scene didn't didn't the parents and bonnie show up to the basketball game in that car me? I don't know. That car would have been pretty ruined. It got rained in. It I'll got tell you, food I'll tell thrown you next in it. year. I'll tell you next year when I watch this at St. Patrick's Day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I won't I won't watch it again until next year. <laughs> but that's just like a little pet peeve of mine. And also my dad rants about it all the time too. So I think I get it from him. Yeah. But I just don't no. understand it. Absolutely. So this is my big negative with the movie. And I think if this had been fixed and I think if they had navigated the nuances of the like immigration to America thing a little better, I think if these two things had been fixed, this would be a very almost a near perfect movie. <laughs> okay. Um, I wish that they had played around more with the leprechaun magic because they have this like this mythical creature that has thousands of years of lore built like already there for them to pick things. And like, I just recently learned about leprechaun magic very recently. Uh, I've so, uh, recently been educated for the, for the viewers. Josh and I recorded a backup episode in case Sabrina was ill this week. And it was a leprechaun movie from the 1950s. Which... Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> I did not know about this. Josh picked it because he and his dad watched it a lot as a kid. And what I was is like, it? Sure. It's called Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Oh. And it's from 1959. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> and honestly, fantastic movie. You guys should watch it. I don't know if the, this episode we recorded will ever get released. Um, <laughs> but I need to hear it. <laughs> It's probably on the Google Drive. <laughs> okay. But I'll in it, it, I through watching that movie, I learned a lot about leprechaun lore. And they have a lot that they could have played. <laughs> so that movie and, primed you for what could be in this movie. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. But the, and then even if I hadn't watched this, this is the thing that like, okay, if you're gonna make a movie and there is magic involved, and we see this magic in the movie, like we see yeah. Granda open <laughs> you're just slipping into it like they do in the movie I, it's so funny. <laughs> sorry so we see granda open the safe with his magic hands and then we see seamus like teleports people different places and i just like if you're going to do a movie where people have magic, you have to have rules to the magic that the audience is aware of. Otherwise, it just feels so loosey-goosey, willy-nilly. And I don't like loosey-goosey, willy-nilly. I want to know the rules of the magic. Like, and they need to, like, it needs to make sense and you need to stay within the parameters. And I feel like we saw that they have magic, but we don't know everything they can do. And also, like, Kyle never gets to use any magic. Like, he just he's just lucky, you know? Yeah. And so, we like, we see the granddad. We see the granddad, and he has powers. I think it could have been a really cool thing where, like, the granddad and Kyle bond over, like, hey, like, I know you're freaking out about turning into a leprechaun, but pretty cool like we can grant wishes we can turn into rabbits like we can we can be invisible you know I, I wonder if it's because Kyle hadn't fully turned into a leprechaun yet if he yeah. didn't have that and I could see that but then I don't maybe, know I think we could have established more what the rules of leprechaun magic were yeah. in this specific movie you know no, I I agree I think like one of the moments that we, I think you already brought up is the kind of like Seamus teleporting people. And he, there's a moment where the tornado of there's, coins. Yes. The there's coin a, <laughs> yes. There's a coin NATO that the <laughs> grandfather gets sucked into and it, with no explanation of what's happening. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, two seconds later, he the RV in. door opens <laughs> and Seamus walks in with the grandpa and Gra I'm like, hold on. him by the beard. Like, yeah, you could have just wait. used the door. Like, Seamus, if you were yeah. really going to come back in, you could have just used the door. 
Yeah, I was like, what just happened here? Like, it was so unexplained and really unnecessary. Yeah. But I was like, (laughs) why did he just get sucked into this coin tornado? Where is he going? And then he was immediately back. And that's another thing. Like, what are the rules for coin natos in leprechaun magic? Like, I just, I think you need we'll you know. need to have a set of parameters that we follow and that the audience knows. Because, like, I'm still at a, and, and, like, that's another thing. Like I said, there's thousands of years of leprechaun lore that you can pick from. And yeah. not everybody knows these thousands of years. And each movie, it's different. Like, you pick in your universe what these creatures can do. And I was confused as to what the extent of their power was. So I just, I wish that, and then speaking on the magic, why does Seamus look like that all of a sudden at the end of the basketball game? Oh, the gross, like weird leprechaun look that he had. Yeah. Like he's normal the whole movie. And then in like the last minute of the basketball game, he gets angry and hulks out into a redhead with bad facial prosthetics. (laughs) Yeah. Really bad facial prosthetics. And why? Why did that happen? (laughs) I don't. Great question. No clue. I, I really think like the only parameter that they made was around the coin, like the coin necklace. Yeah. Charm. Like that was it. it. All the other magic was just being thrown around. Yeah. And I also. It it felt lazy. I think that's why I didn't like it. It felt lazy. It's like, okay, we need something to happen here. Leprechaun magic. Like. Yeah. And also speaking of that and like basketball game and really like the games between Seamus and Kyle. I don't think either of them should have been able to be wearing the lucky charm in the games. Like neither of them should have been able to. And then it would be probably more on an even playing field. I like, I didn't understand that why Kyle could wear it in the first games, but then Seamus wore it in the second one. And I get like the whole bet thing, but I'm like, they should just take that out of the whole picture. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I was very confused by the magic towards the end because I was like, what is happening? Why is any of this going on? It was that they're just, they're playing fast and loose with it. And uh, yeah, I wanted it slow and tight. (laughs) Ew, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) I said, oh, Um. Yeah, everyone, please be please be expecting my notes app apology soon. <laughs> Look out for it on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, um, my last, or do you have a do you have a negative before I drop my last one? I think the only other one I have, and I mean, it's two thousand one. We know this, <laughs> but the special effects, ooh, they were rough. I mean, there was the. The very first one that I caught that I was like, oh, was when they were at like the festival, like Russell and Kyle were walking around the festival. And that's when you first meet the granddad is just some like random old man. And like a bunch of coins are like thrown up and then the granddad (laughs) disappears. The coins were atrocious. Like I was like, they did not need to do this. And this looked terrible. And also the coin NATO did not look great. And Seamus's transformation. I was just about to say that. Can we talk about <laughs> Seamus shrinking into a leprechaun? Horrifying. Horrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. It was awful. When his little arms like shrunk in, I was like, <laughs> what is head, happening? His little arms and then his head and he just had his human man body. And yeah. It was, <laughs> it was so, I hated it. It was, it was, it was genuinely disgusting. Yeah, it was really bad. Did not um, like it. I guess, okay, so this, I don't know if this is exactly a negative, but it did make me scream. So it's, they've finished the Irish games, which I think is called Hurling. Yeah, they've finished it. Or that first game that they played was Hurling. Yeah, oh, that's Hurling. So they finished the games and they have tied. And Seamus is like, okay, well, I'm twisting your words. You don't get your luck back because you said you'd beat me. A tie is not beating me. And then... He he says something about like, oh, I'm not going to let your granddad go. I'm going to like keep him and he's going to like, he's going to be my, my, like my slave or whatever. And Kyle, Kyle looks at him and he's like, no, well, I'll beat you in basketball. And he's like, okay, well, what do I get if I win? And Kyle very dramatically says, if you win, I'll be your slave. 
And I said, you'll be his what? <laughs> his what? <laughs> his slave? <laughs> you, the stakes, the stakes suddenly became so high. We're betting a human soul now. He's only 16. <laughs> no, like, they're not. They're not even that old. They're in junior high. Like, they're oh, in middle so school. He's like 14 or 15. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I just, and he's I putting his soul on basketball. Yeah. Which we know he's not good at without his lucky coin. Yeah. And who's wearing the lucky coin in the basketball game? Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when his granddad just, looked at him and said, Boy, I got no faith in you. You're not going to win. <laughs> Boy, you're done. Our luck is gone. Which, <laughs> which honestly, I felt the same way. I was like, well. Yeah. Kyle's gone forever, I guess. He, he literally looked at me and goes, Ron Boyle, you can get away. <laughs> I, But I just, like, I can't. He said, he really said, I'll be your slave. And I said, what? <laughs> You'll be his what? <laughs> oh, man. Whoa. So, do you want to move into fashion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move into fashion. Okay, you go ahead. Go ahead. First thing I need to bring up, the iconic orange frosted tips that so Kyle spiky. is sporting so as spiky. he's yeah, turning into a leprechaun. And what's crazy to me <laughs> is that like they didn't turn any of the rest of his hair like red, red. or like orange. No. They just did like frosted tips and spiked it up just at the front of his head. And yeah. then everything else was normal. Yeah, no, he looked like uh, he looked like if Archie Andrews and Sonic the Hedgehog had a child. Yeah, no, that's exactly it for sure. <laughs> and I just like you look at like the mom's gorgeous red hair, which I wish I that's had. my that's my first fashion note was I am obsessed with the mom's hair in leprechaun form. It is so long, Gorgeous. beautifully curled and so red. My mom is a redhead and I hate myself every day that I don't have her hair. No, literally that was like a dream of mine was to be a redhead. And mm -hmm. I am so sad that I'm not. And still to yeah. this day, I wish I was a redhead. Yeah, um, me too. But I just think it's so funny that his mom had like the most gorgeous hair and then he gorgeous. got these orange frosted tips that yeah. look so bad. Well, he is only half Irish. <laughs> That's the other half is Cleveland. Right. <laughs> Cleveland. Yeah, we never learned about his dad's heritage. That was, just that was learned another about thing. I was like, I was like the whole time, which uh, this is one of my fashion notes. I thought I thought it was cute that Kyle wore a Cleveland Browns shirt while he did his Irish River dance to represent his dad's heritage. But also, like, why why aren't you also curious about your dad's heritage? Yeah. Like, I, is your dad a werewolf? Is this what yeah. are we gearing up a sequel? <laughs> Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But I, yeah, I was so confused why I was only focused on the mom. But I guess it was all about being a leprechaun and being yeah. Irish. So I just think, like, I don't know, we could have maybe thrown in a scene where they get on Ancestry.com with him and his dad, just so we know that they're going to keep looking. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I also, we, we haven't talked about Bonnie much. But we haven't. I need to talk about... The early 2000s frosted lipstick and frosted yes. eyeshadow that she was sporting the entire movie. Yes, yes. It was very season five, sister, sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was very much like early 2000, like red carpet looks for her. Yeah. And yes. I kind of loved it. Yeah, no, I. It was it was of the time. If I saw someone wearing yeah. that today, I would be like yikes but i don't know it was yeah. in in universe loved it oh yeah absolutely like i would be jealous of her if i were in that yeah. universe for no. sure which we didn't talk about bonnie a lot but bonnie was good yeah i liked bonnie yeah i liked her as a character yeah another fashion note i have i loved the granddad's shoes when granddad yes those when granddad dope. pulls that shoe up first of all before we even see the soul issue fire shoes so yeah. good and you know what he was right kyle's shoes were whack and <laughs> true his shoes were very good and then he showed the sole and he made them by hand i i don't know i love with it. that snake on the bottom like sick. edged into the bottom so Dope. sick 
And also, I want to talk about, while we're talking about the leprechauns of this movie, the mom's leprechaun look I loved it. was dope. When she was, like, really so small, cute. the green jacket with, like, the brown, like, elbow pads, I was like, I would wear that so right now. So cute. Yeah. So cute. What a good look. I love um, it. I also think the Irish Games costumes. I loved it. They I love them. They looked authentic. Like, everything looked, all the very traditional Irish clothes, I thought it was great. They also looked really good quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, they looked like really authentic and I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. This is a little off topic from fashion, but you brought it up when the mom was tiny and I'm just picturing her playing her little flute and dancing. <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny that whenever the leprechauns were going through it, they would just play instruments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they were like, I'm Irish. It's how I show my grief. <laughs> This is how we get through grief. Like the granddad has that moment too. Where he's in the factory playing the flute. And then later he sits on his car playing bagpipes. (laughs) I know. I was like, what is this? Like, oh my God. It's so funny. (laughs) It is really funny. Also another fashion thing. I can't not mention this. Kyle's bucket hat. (laughs) That was a look. Can I get with it? Absolutely not. But it was a look. Listen, it did its job. It hid his hair and his ears. It was function over fashion. Precisely. (laughs) (laughs) So would you uh, like to hear a little sprinkle of fun facts? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess I only have two. Okay. Uh, there There are some others, but I didn't think they were super fun. I picked out my two favorites. Henry Gibson, who plays Granda, Riley O'Reilly, also played a leprechaun on an episode of Bewitched some 30-odd years before this came out. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I found a picture of it. He looks nuts. (laughs) (laughs) He is such a cute man. Yeah. I, like, literally, my heart explodes for this man. I was just wondering, is it because he's short? Is that the only reason they keep giving him these roles? (laughs) He was pretty short. (laughs) Let me, let me. But he is such a precious man. He's really cute. He's adorable. He he was 5'3". He's my height. Okay. So he is a shorter man, I guess. But yeah. I I loved him in this movie. I yeah, think he's I did too. so cute and so funny. I just loved him. And then my last fun fact. So do you remember the character of Drake in this movie? Yes. He was, he was the, for those who didn't rewatch or those who don't remember, Drake was on the basketball team with Kyle. And he is like the most minor of characters, but he's kind of like a he's kind of like the like a teensy antagonist in that he he's the other good player on the team, but Kyle constantly overshines him. The actor who plays Drake went on to play the MC in High School Musical that gets Gabriella and Troy to sing "Start of Something New." shut up that is incredible yeah the one who says maybe you'll thank me for this someday or maybe not (laughs) that is iconic i love that so much that is a great fun fact thank you i loved it (laughs) oh my god yeah that is incredible i love that so much crazy so we know we know what happened to drake we know where he went from here but what uh what about some of these other actors Where are they now? Well, I can actually tell you. Thank God you are back for this. (laughs) Sabrina, I don't know if you listened to the last couple episodes, but I did Where Are They Now? (laughs) And... Isn't it fun? (laughs) (laughs) I I need you to, if you don't listen to the last two episodes, just skip to the Where Are They Nows. (laughs) Because I just, yeah, yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) that bad (laughs) yeah (laughs) well we're gonna start and this one i couldn't find much info on this person but we're gonna start with the girl we probably should have talked more about bonnie also Um, just uh just a reminder we already did ryan merriman who plays kyle yes go see the smart house episode if you are interested so the actress who played bonnie is named alexis lopez she has appeared in a few TV shows, including episodes in That's So Raven, Seventh Heaven, and even Stevens. That's so She's been in like one episode of each of those. Mm. And then based on her IMDb, 
The Luck of the Irish has been her only movie credit. Huh. And well, when you hit also... it out of the park, why go on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she made her career with yeah. Luck of the Irish. She also was a Disney movie surfer in 2002. And then it seems like she left acting after that and did some modeling. And now, based on her Instagram, I did a lot of searching for her, and this is all I found. So, apologies. Based on um, her Instagram. Literally, I, I could not find anything on her. But this is what I did find. Based on her Instagram, she seems to be working at a creative marketing agency called The Society Group, and still celebrates her time as Bonnie in Luck of the Irish every St. Patrick's Day. Aww. Which is I very cute. She uh, Heritage, remember where you come from. Exactly. Luck of the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we have Timothy Osmond, who we talked a little bit about before, who played Seamus. So he, I found more information on him. So we have a little more okay, to go okay. on here. Not Robbie Rotten. <laughs> right. Correct. He started acting at the age of 12 and then went on to get a BFA in theater from USC. His first professional job was a guest spot on Seinfeld in 1989. Dope. What a first job. Dope. <laughs> like already winning from his wow. first job. And then a couple years after that, he got a recurring role on Sequest 2032. And some of his most known roles are as Sean Potter in CBS's Judging Amy as Carlton Lassiter in Psych, King Richard in The Gallimant, and as Kane in Supernatural. So all pretty well-known TV yeah. shows. He also has appeared in many movies, um, including Mission Impossible 3, Voltron the End, and Wild Honey. And his most recent credit, which this, it took me so long to figure this out before looking it up because i knew i had seen him somewhere recently based off the pictures like his most recent pictures on google i was like where do i know this man from he plays gregory a recovered stroke survivor which he is himself in the hit tv show this is us which i just watched this morning and he was in oh wow <laughs> so <laughs> i was like how do i know this man um, wow. <laughs> yeah. So he apparently had a stroke in 2017, which left him paralyzed for a while and he had to relearn how to walk. And I think his one arm is still paralyzed. But even through that, he went on to be, and I think there were movie versions of Psych that ended up coming out. And he was a small role in the first one and then a larger role in the other two. I think there were two. And that was while he was recovering from the stroke. So they wrote it into the script. Wow. So even in medical... That's good like, job security. Emergency, he has jobs set. So yeah. he's been working and... Good uh, for him. Great. He was great. He was very yeah. good. We didn't talk he's... about it, but I thought the dialects in the movie were pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they were heavy-handed. But yeah, they were but I think for, they were they needed to be for what yeah for the for the for the audience that yeah, this was geared but they towards. weren't bad like no they were Irish yeah so if they're leprechauns it's gonna be strong yeah one thing based I on all the leprechauns funny. I know <laughs> <laughs> right right um, I said that as if I fully knew what real leprechauns sounded like <laughs> Megan do you need to tell us something I wish let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I recently learned that I was actually born in a time where I could potentially see a leprechaun. I wow. will not go further into that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> Leave us on that cliffhanger. Uh, if if we ever release the Darby O'Gill episode, <laughs> you'll find out. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm so scared. But I'm I so I feel intrigued. like this is just going to be like us being like the lost Darby O'Gill episode. <laughs> Will we ever release it? <laughs> Maybe we'll threaten people that we'll release it. <laughs> I love that. I love that we have this now. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's not even a decom. It's not even a not decom. It's just a Yeah, movie I was about to say, this is not a Disney movie in any sense. No, it's, like, it's a Disney movie. It is made by Walt Disney Pictures, but it oh. was made in 1959. 
Oh, geez. Okay. Like actual Walt Disney, the man was had his had his <laughs> man in this movie. Yeah. Yikes. I'm so intrigued. Yeah. Super fun. So I think it's time to grab up our thoughts in a nice little green bow and try to figure out where we're going to put this on the ranking. So why don't, why don't you go first? What are your final thoughts? So I did enjoy this movie. I th- mm-hmm. like to me, this is a solid good decom. Yes. Absolutely. I had some I had some negatives with it, but not a lot. Especially like there were some that I were like some episodes that we've already done with movies that I was very familiar with and I loved when I was younger. And then I realized they did not hold up and I had a lot of negatives for them. I think I was expecting that from this one. And then yeah. it wasn't. It was a solid movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it's there are some really funny moments. I think the acting in it is fantastic. The ensemble, wonderful. Amazing. The yeah. story is fun and creative. And I I would watch it again. I would probably watch it at it's, like St. Patrick's it's a Day seasonal time. Movie. Yeah. yeah. It, like you're not um, gonna watch this in July. <laughs> right. Like, but it would it would be a great movie to watch every year at St. Patrick's Day. Absolutely. So I I mean I would watch again and I would recommend people to watch it during the season. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was overall pretty good. Yeah. Absolutely. I I agree. I I think it's a great movie. There are really no holes in the plot, which we don't see often. I think that like they set out to accomplish a certain amount of things in the hour and a half time that they had. And I think they did it. It didn't leave me feeling like it was unfinished or anything. They did a lot with an hour and a half. Yeah. And like, I mean, there was a full car chase. <laughs> like, yeah. Some of the like, production of this movie, like moments yeah. of the production were fantastic. Astounding. Yeah. I I enjoy the practical effects. It they didn't it's it was hard to keep it up. I'm not gonna fault them on that. I liked the themes. I like the themes and I I love I love when I get to see other cultures depicted in movies because like I don't know anything about my heritage. And in that way, I definitely related to Kyle where like, I don't know where I come from. And I also have like a great yearning. And now I'm wondering if maybe I'm a leprechaun because my parents also don't. Well, it's okay. So it's like, it's kind of a joke, but like my parents won't let me do a DNA test because I, they say they don't want the government to have my DNA, but I think it's because I'm adopted. Um, Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) But now... I'm wondering, my mom is a redhead and she's short and she's very short. And so I'm wondering if perhaps I might have a touch of the green in me blood. Maybe you're half leprechaun. Bro, I'm not going to lie. It would make sense. And and also like, I don't have a lucky coin. So that would explain the years of bad luck I have had. (laughs) I also, that's a question that I had. He literally, has he never experienced anything bad in his life before no. this? No. What a dream. They have the luck of the clan O'Reilly. I mean, you are guaranteed a set lovely life with that yeah. one coin around your neck. Yeah. And he's nice. Like, I'm not even mad about it. Like, he's a good, <laughs> no, he's a good these lad. These are good people. He's a good <laughs> lad. And I'm like, yeah, no, I hope you don't have to have anything else hard happen for you. And also, I'm wondering. I didn't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want that for you too. I'm wondering how much immortality he gets. He's half leprechaun. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like how much of the magic does he get? Does he get all of it? Does he get some of it? Yeah, I don't know. We need answers. Yeah. But yeah, I love the themes. I love the culture. It, I really, hopefully coming soon, I can like figure out where I'm from and what my heritage is. I've been wanting this for a long time and I'm hoping when I get a little more financially stable, I could invest some money into figuring that out. But yeah, I loved it. So for the ranking, I'm looking higher and I think you're going to disagree with me on this, but I, I, I want to put it above High School Musical, below Up, Up and Away. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I know for a fact you have more negatives for High School Musical than you do for this movie. And I think if if you look at like the ensemble cast, like the story is almost airtight. It could be better with like more culture 
and more parameters to the magic. But the cast is so good. Like the performances are very good. After looking back on some notes. <laughs> I just think we need to be impartial. I think we have to remember. You're right. Like, I know. I love you're, if this is if this is a podcast about our favorite movies, high school musical, obviously at the top. Yeah. But you're right. We owe it to our community to drop some hard truths. I could go above high school musical yay i I won't i won't push higher i won't push higher okay that i feel like i can i can be fine with that i i just i just think if we look at like the performances specifically i think no you're right i really think the ensemble cast blew this one out of the water absolutely like not not a single clunker in this movie yeah not to say high school musical has clunkers but they have clunky moments that's true and they're young (laughs) they're young so young yeah that's the other thing too is like I think when you have a movie that has more adults in the main cast I think those adult actors really help like bring the kids up to that level does that make sense like you have mentors right there with you and also and I think this is correct but I may be wrong for High School Musical it was a lot of their like first big yeah projects like and this one I mean Ryan Merriman had Smart House before this. So he had worked with DCOMs before and Disney before. But I also agree that they had some incredible adult actors around them that could help them through the process. And I think that the three kids really stepped it up for this movie. Yeah. And also, this sentence is going to sound crazy. Okay. But I think that this movie is somehow more grounded than High School Musical. (laughs) (laughs) what hold on i have to think about it hold on (laughs) just i don't know the performances i understand that the plot is bonkers crazy but the commitment to it makes it makes me be like yeah (laughs) okay i think okay here's here's my thing i think yes but (laughs) i think the only person and this this may be a little controversial, but I think at least in High School Musical, we have to give credit to Ashley Tisdale for yes. holding down the house. Yes, she was absolutely. the one who she, brought everything. She carried <laughs> it. She carried that movie on her back. Now, in the second one, more of an ensemble, if I remember. Yes. Like, everybody yes. pulled their weight. However, in yeah. the first one, Miss Ashley she, Tisdale. Yeah, she yes. had it on her back, and she did great work. So I do mm-hmm. want to give her credit. But yes. I think I can agree with you on, for the movie as an entirety, yeah. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening, Sabrina. I am so happy that you're back. I have missed you. Like I said, I loved recording with Josh, but, you know, it's it's different, and I'm I'm glad you're back. I am sure our, our extensive audience is glad to have you back. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> our, happy to be back. Our fans are... <laughs> Would you say, would you dare say? Would you fans? dare say our, our, our decuppers, our little, our little, our, 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 our You're trying. <laughs> <laughs> if, if y'all can think of a better name, <laughs> throw it in our, comments somewhere. Our, our pretty titties, our, our big old <laughs> boobs. <laughs> I just think that is so ironic for us. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Our decuppers out there. Our decuppers. <laughs> but so I fun. am very happy to be back and yes, ready. And I'm to glad you're feeling better. I'm glad you're feeling better. Sans your eyes. Yes. Yes. So please join us back next week when we will be watching. That's the drum roll. Princess Protection Program. <laughs> I'm hype. I am too. I huh. I loved Selena Gomez and Debbie Lovato as a kid. Me too. Yeah. I was obsessed with their friendship. and They were queens so of our were. time. I loved. I loved. So very excited to talk about Princess Protection Program. Me too. So, Megan, where can you find us online? Well, as always, you can find us over on Instagram at Disney Channel Unoriginal Pod. Also, if you like us, you can give us a five-star rating on whatever you listen to our podcast on and also 
If you want to, you can leave a review to let us know which decom you want to hear about next. Listen, listen, leave us a review. <laughs> we haven't Please. gotten one since January. <laughs> but also, like, seriously, let us know what you want to hear about. Because yeah. at this point, we're getting out of, like, the holiday seasons. And so we're just yeah. picking movies. Just, so if you have yeah. one you've been waiting for, let us know and we will do it. Pretty please. Thank you. We release new episodes every Sunday. So until next time, I'm Megan. And I'm Sabrina. And you've been listening to D-Cup. The Disney Channel Unoriginal Podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Granda.